Welcome to the Victorious Souls Podcast with self-love coach, Danielle Burnock. Things happen in our lives that make us feel powerless. But Danielle believes that anyone can become a victorious soul by reclaiming what belongs to them, their value, their belovedness, and their God-given superpower. The Victorious Souls Podcast is dedicated to empowering you to rise up, reclaim, and embrace the change from survive to thrive as a victorious soul through the power of love. And now, here's that lady on the internet who loves you, Danielle. Hey there, Victorious Souls. It's Danielle Burnock from DanielleBurnock.com. Love yourself from Survive to Thrive, that lady on the internet who loves you today with a very special episode recorded just for you. Do you struggle with they and them? Who do they think they are? They will not win. Or will they? Who are they? They and them. These are... People who have no faces yet exercise control over us in some way. I want to share with you a story that happened to me back in December of 2020. Because I want to help you take back your power from they and them. And you may be lost right now, which is fine. You'll, you'll catch up because my story will illuminate that for you. Because it it opened my eyes to something that I got my power back and I want to help you get your power back from the they's and the them's in your life. As I said, it was a story, something that took place back in December of 2020. At one o'clock in the morning, I woke up in excruciating pain. I had never had pain like this ever before. I writhed and I moaned. And my back hurt, my belly hurt. It didn't matter what position I tried to get myself in. I could not get comfortable. So I got up and walked around. I prayed. I laid back down and I writhed and I moaned more until it was time to get up. I never went back to sleep. I took a pain med, you know, like Tylenol or Advil, something like that. But it, it really didn't help much. I'm not much about taking medicine. So taking the medicine was like a clue to me that, yeah, I was kind of in a lot of a pain. But during this time, childhood trauma memories started to swirl in my head. Because as a teenager, I repeatedly had been incapacitated by pain in my belly. And my mom would take me to the emergency room at the hospital. But every time I went, I was shamed by them. They would tell me it was just gas, or it's all in my head. So here I am in 2020, and I wanted to avoid them shaming me. I wanted to avoid they telling me it was just gas. So I took two gas X. That didn't help either. So I wanted to avoid the emergency room. It was 2020. I mean, that was a year where there was flaming snow people were talking about, right? I wanted to avoid the emergency room where they might be because, as I said, those thoughts were swirling in my head and fear was starting to rise in me. So I set up a telehealth call with an urgent care place. 
but they didn't have any video, so that didn't really work very well. And so the doctor asked me to come in. She didn't sound like them, so I went. But that doctor sent me to the emergency room. She told me it might be appendicitis. I needed to go to the ER. So my husband took me to the emergency room, and he had to drop me off all by myself because of COVID-19 protocols. It was 2020, like I said. He could not come in with me. I felt a lot of fear. A little fear due to the pandemic, but the bigger fear I was dealing with was that fear due to them, that faceless thing from the past of those who had shamed me, didn't believe me, and I was afraid I was going to encounter them again. Are they going to dismiss me? Are they going to shame me? What are they going to do to me? And even though my pain was in the 8 to 10, I still turned down the narcotic the doctor offered me. They wanted to give me some big narcotic, and I'm like, no, thank you. I needed a clear head to be my own patient advocate. I had no one there with me, and I'm in so much pain. So they gave me an anti-inflammatory in the IV, and hours and tests later, they give me a maybe diagnosis. Well, it, it, it might be this. And they send me home with a prescription that I don't want for a pain med I said I wasn't going to take. But somehow I slept through the night because of the med they gave me in the IV, the anti-inflammatory. So are they right or not? I mean, the maybe diagnosis they gave me? In the morning, I woke up with pain that was worse and worse and worse as the day went on. That medicine that I don't want only makes me fuzzy. All day long, I have constant level of eight pain with surging waves that just incapacitate me and I fall to the floor. I doubled the ibuprofen to 800 milligrams, but it only helped a little bit. So I contacted my my PC and she tells me to alternate with acetaminophen. I'm like, oh man, all this medicine, I, I hate this. But I stopped the ibuprofen, I get restless, broken sleep, and I try her idea, but the pain only gets worse. So I call her again and she says to go to the ER. I'm like, really? So I go to the ER, but they are too busy to attend to me. I'm invisible to them. So after sitting there for a while and no one helping me, I leave and go to the urgent care again instead where I had received compassion and the prescription for the IV med that gave me the measure of relief and I sleep all night. In the morning, I wake up to a new symptom like, oh my goodness, are you freaking kidding me? And that seems contrary to what their maybe diagnosis was. They, they, their maybe thing was maybe you have a kidney stone, even though we can't see anything and you don't have anything that goes with it, but you have this horrible pain and apparently kidney stones are horribly painful. So that was their maybe diagnosis. But I called the doctor and they told me that I need to go to the ER. I'm like, seriously, I can't go again. I, I sat there for so long. But I finally go because I'm in so much pain. I'm not getting any relief. I get to the ER and they are dismissive, just like when I was a teenager. They repeat the same tests as three days prior and reluctantly add a new one because I am fighting for my rights that there is something wrong here. You know, pain is not a normal part of life. So then they gave me a new maybe diagnosis because I had this swelling bulge in my abdomen 
but it wasn't appendicitis. And so maybe it's this other female thing, but they are not even sure about that. So they condescendingly make excuses about why they can't help me. And I just need to go home because they have more important things to do. Seriously? I'm confused. I'm angry. I'm sent home with no answers, but still in so much pain. That old childhood trauma seeks to plant new roots in me, but I resist. No, I've been healed of this. They don't care wants me to believe that I don't matter. That is a lie. They are dismissive, wants me to believe that I'm making it up. That is another lie. They don't know what's wrong, wants me to believe that I have to live in this pain forever. Another lie. As my husband pulls into our driveway after picking me up from the emergency room, a sentence from the movie Undercover Blues plays in my head. If you've ever seen that movie, it is a great movie. I love that movie. It's hilarious. And you should watch it. A little side note there. But there's a line from that movie that just rose up in me and it just got really loud inside of me and somehow I knew what was the key to my breakthrough. That line from the movie was, I'm getting seriously pissed and I have a right to be angry, but what am I going to do with it? So I prayed. I went to God and he led me through. That old childhood trauma was healed and has no place in me. My battle is not with flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces that have just thrown the kitchen sink at me. They and them, they don't have the power of my life unless I allow it. Nope, it's my life. I'm taking ownership of it. I'm a victorious soul. I'm taking back my power. So no matter if I have to go through, around, over, or under, I'll get to the other side of this battle by the grace of, and power of God. They and them can't stop me. When they and them are your problem, you're powerless. When I was falling under the they and them at the situation, I felt powerless. But I don't have to feel powerless, and you don't have to feel powerless either. If you have they's and them's in your life that they're saying, they don't, they say that you are this, or they say you are that, or them are treating you in this way, however that fits into your life, you have the right to rise above that. You have power within you. Because if you give in to the they's and the them's, then you have no control over your life. They don't have that power, whether it's an individual, a group, or a system. If you live under their power, you become a victim and you become a prisoner. And that's an awful way to live. I've done it. I've been there. Don't do that. I got the trophy. You know, the been there, done that, got the t-shirt, I got the trophy. Because I've been through it so many times and I want you to have the victory. So if you're living like this, my heart goes out to you. If you're feeling trapped and powerless, it sucks, I know, but I have good news. In addition to validating your pain, I have hope and power for you. You can break free from the they's and the them's in your life. You can escape the bondage that they entice you to live in. Yes, they entice us. It's like this enticing thing, especially if it's, it's attached to something from the past. It triggers something. But there's a, the dynamite to blow open the prison door for you to emerge free from your choice. It sounds cliche-ish, but once you see what darkness has hidden, it will expose your power. Love will show you how to live free. How you choose to respond to anything in your life is a power no one can take from you. It can be hidden, but not taken. And I'm here to turn the light on. I call it 
your superpower. They and them may be part of your story, your circumstances, but you can choose how to respond. The easy and intoxicating, intoxicatingly, see, it's hard to say that word, a tempting way is to just feel and let the emotions take over. They're so familiar. But the emotions alone become another they and them that imprison. And again, I've been there too. I have done that. But you can have skills. You can learn how to listen to your emotions and respond to them. You can listen to your emotions, to what they are telling you, and and just letting them run you over will make you powerless. But if you will listen to them and then you will find your power. The emotions alone are insufficient, but if you listen and process them, feel them, sit in them instead of running away or dismissing them, I know it's uncomfortable. Analyze them. Why do you feel what you feel? What's beneath that? And then pray. Take your emotions to God who is love and the source of all wisdom and let him show you how to proceed. All of this is yours to do. It won't happen all by itself. You have to do it on purpose. It's your choice. You have to take ownership of it. You get one life and you can live it. You can rule over the they's and them's in your life that want to steal your life away. Your choice is a God-given right that you have been given. You get one life. You get to own it. And if you're reeling under no God owns it because I'm a Christian, I want you to pause and evaluate that. God gave you your life to live not to give it to someone else. He wants to live life with you, not for you. So don't defer to him what belongs to you. Imagine if you get in your car and you just sit there. Where will you go? Nowhere. It requires you to start the car and drive. You must participate. Being a Christian is the same thing. You need to. Re- it requires participation. It's not a spectator sport. To thrive in life requires participation. So when you let they and them run over your life, You're being a spectator. I know they and them can be big and intimidating. Goliath was big and intimidating to David, but David didn't expect God to kill Goliath for him. He went out there with God and David killed Goliath. David defeated him. David defeated his them. He defeated his they and he owned his God-given greatness. You can own your God-given greatness. Whatever they or them is trying to run your life right now, you can retake ownership of it with your superpower. And if you want help, then click the link for coaching and see if we will work well together and I can help you rule over the they's and them in your life and live in your God-given greatness because I love you and you have the right Living under these and them is survival living, not thriving. You deserve more. You were born for more. And I love you. So until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Victoria Souls Podcast. You matter and you are loved. We'd love to connect with you further. So please visit us at daniellebernock.com and grab a copy of Danielle's free audiobook. And remember, only you can change your life. No one can do it for you.